This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres, including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please, y'all, listen responsibly. Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Carraway, and joining me in the studio is Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Say hey, Big Daddy. Hey, everybody. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Woo! We got through a full week. Well, today is the last day. It's day seven of Cuck Week. I, I feel like already, right, you're kind of going, okay, what well, next? But tomorrow, yep. <laughs> tomorrow, we are laying supine on the ground and not moving. We're going to watch television. I think I might want to watch. Mistress K has been dropping a whole bunch of gifts for uh, Shit's Creek. I'm kind of in oh, the mood yeah. to watch some Shit's Creek Funny again. Show. That was such a great show. Uh, yeah, I, I think I might just veg out. Sorry. No, I like that. I gotta that. pull my skirt. Rose is pulling her, her dress up, so uh, <laughs> get, this get, is okay. I get hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's been one hell of a whirlwind, and you know, Big Daddy and I, um, we kind of just want to celebrate with you, lured listeners, and and thank you again for sticking around with us. You know, we've been doing this since 2011, mm-hmm. and. Cuck Week has done something rather miraculous, and um, we're just, we're, we're, our heads are still spinning. We, we've got a lot to say, but we're not going to be able to express literally all of the yeah. emotions but that we you have. Know what, you know what this calls for. I think we need to pop into some oh, bubbly, Big yeah. Daddy. <laughs> just, I laid out a towel <laughs> in case there's an oopsie, because I don't want champagne smell in my booth. <laughs> During the summer, (laughs) like yeah, a whole bunch of champagne, by the way. But don't tell Daddy. I I I let the cat come in here sometimes. (laughs) He won't be. I promise. Whatever. (laughs) I know he's ten years old. He might start soon. I don't know. All right, here we go. Okay, ready? Here's the cuck week. Okay, here it comes. Yay! Um, You know, and a really quick shout out to Dr. David Lay. Um, Without his book, Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them, we, um, well, we wouldn't have had that audiobook to do. And thank you. And, you know, we're ever grateful that he was so gung ho about us uh, producing that audiobook and letting me narrate it. Um, Man, what a trip! Uh, it's such a great book, and I do encourage you guys, if you're at all curious about cuckolding, just what it's about, and, and the history of it, like, it's so rich, um, check it out. It's It'll be worth your worth your while. Um, and without his research and an open heart and open mind to sexuality, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but cheers, cheers. Big Daddy and David Lay and, That's right. and all the cuckolding community. It's you guys are fucking fantabulous. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into, you know, our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions, our reactions. Like, cuck, we literally were were a little um, flabbergasted, (laughs) just gobsmacked and like everything is, it's been kind of amazing. I hope you guys have been able to keep up with a bunch of the events that have happened. You know, every day there has been something new. Um, And this Let's see, today, like I can tell you what's going on today. What's going on today? There are some things. Um, One I'm like really excited about, and I'm a little bit nervous to be honest, because I've never done this before. I'm used to recording and having conversations like pre-recorded, you know, um, through podcasts. But for the first time ever, I am going to be hosting a Cuck Week final wrap-up Q&A session. Um, Which has been apparently been renamed. We, yeah, and I, and I like it. It's, it's the, the Cuck Week final cleanup. <laughs> and I think it was Snow Bunny on one of the Monap events. She was like, can we just call it Cuck Week cleanup? And I'm like, yes, I agree. Um, those who know, know. They, and those yeah. who don't know, I, you know. You will. <laughs> um, so that'll be taking place on Twitter Spaces at our Cuck Week Twitter handle, and it is at 
Cuck Week. Um, so that's going to be fun. It's where I, I, I would like to first and foremost, please request of you to prepare any questions that you might have ahead of time. Write them down and then just read them to me. Or I'm going to be opening up the um, that Twitter handle's DMs. So if you just want to uh, slide a message into that spot, that that's perfectly fine. I understand if you don't want to talk. Um, but it's this is a, a panel. I'm going to have cucks, cuckoldresses, mistresses, and hopefully some bulls in there that can answer questions for you guys. And for me, I'll have some special questions for them uh, all about the cuckold lifestyle. And my goal is to, you know, these are all varsity players in the cuckold lifestyle. So, you know, I'll ask them some questions about that, but also, you know, about for newbies, like I'm really thinking at it, you know, from a newbie perspective, or just cuck curious folks, you know, maybe some things they might want to know. Um, and we'll try to get all to all of the questions there. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys can join us. Um, we would also like to remind you that the Savage Love Cast with Dan Savage um, happened. Dr. David Lay was on this interview with Venus Cuckoldress and myself. It is a magnum episode that this interview is on, which is a little bit disappointing because it's behind a subscription wall. So I think you do have to subscribe to that, but we'll include the link uh, in the show notes for you, you guys. Get part of that one. Yeah, you can get part of it, uh, but not the full thing. There was also another interview that I was lucky enough to uh, get to sit in on and, and, uh, it was kind of marvelous. It was uh, at the podcast, What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. Uh, it was hosted by Hi There Catsuit, and it featured guests uh, Nookie, Mistress K, and myself. That was really, really fun. It was great to sit between a couple cuckold dresses. So uh, we will have that podcast link in the show notes, too. We've also got a blog event by Crystal Welch, and the title of that blog is how the shared lifestyle can set women free. We will include that link too. We're still doing the Insatiable Wives audiobook giveaway too. Today's the last day. The first five people who tweet us at our KMQ handle, at the KMQ, I heart Insatiable Wives. The first five people to do that get a free Insatiable Wives audiobook. No, your DMs don't count. We want those tweets to show up on our timeline. So make that happen. It's time for another drink. Oh, That's what I think. Okay. Well, and also, you know, cheers again. I cannot thank the amazing Cuck Week participants. Those people who stepped up so fast to help us put this thing together. Uh, without them, this could not have happened. And they are powerful. I mean, so many powerful women and cucks and bulls that were involved in this. So cheers to yeah. every single one of you. Um yeah, more, more champagne. More, oh my God, I'm going to get freaking tossed before I get to my stuff. That's the plan. Mm. I'm going to toss you. <laughs> um, and the people at the Moan app, that's who I wanted to thank. You know what? Wow, how what an experience the Moan app events have been. It is, you know, it has only been for iPhone users. And there are some things that we would like to fix, like the little heart button is way too close to the leave the session button. And I, you know, I'm smashing the heart button. And then I accidentally <laughs> throw myself out of the, the, working the, it out the conversation. So, man, I'd like that adjustment made. Um, but uh, it's been a really uh, fun uh, medium to celebrate Cuck Week mm -hmm. through. And we just want to thank the people at the Moan app for that availability. That's been really awesome of them. I hope they enjoy the free advertising. <laughs> well, we're not doing that. But we're like, no, it's seriously, for, it's genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Like, I genuinely have appreciated it. And damn it, we're looking forward to next year. Next year's yep. Cuck Week 2023. Oh my God. Like, if this this one was a whirlwind, I, I, I'm. They're talking about parades next year, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could be the the grandmother and the grandfather. <laughs> like, yeah, this was our idea, but it's it's your guys's thing, no and we're just holding you up because you're amazing. Yeah. So it was there. It's, yeah, it was. It did come from us mm -hmm. in terms of the seed of the idea, but yeah, they're the ones that took it and owned it and mm -hmm. ran with it, and boy, did they ever. Yeah. Wow. We're so happy. Yeah. We're so happy for them. Um, yeah, so, um, Daddy-O, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Like, just kind of give a little your thoughts 
your moment of zen, if you will. <laughs> Those who know, know. I want to know uh, what you have quickly. to say. Of course you do, you freaking. <laughs> I mean, you've done a lot of the talking, but yeah, I want to know what you have to say. Hmm. I had another sip of bubbly. <clears throat> the problem with bubbly is that it's so bubbly. It is in not conducive to podcasting. <laughs> oh, God, that bothers me so much. <laughs> I just want to say, if you're ever doing a podcast or anything, please don't eat or anything like that. Or do yeah. your dishes while you're doing it. Like, it's just All right, let's go, let's go there. Can <laughs> no, we go there? Uh, no, I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> no. I'm not saying anything bad. Okay, I'm taking my... It's a point of... I'm now barefoot because yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, you are. We're going there. Monash podcasts. Uh, the crowd. What's the other one? Crowdcast. Crowd, crowdcast. All folks. Anytime you have people on that you're interviewing. Yeah. Keep I'm in talking mind interviewees. Or it's, <laughs> or it's open to the listenership. Like sometimes, you know, the crowdcast app and the Mon app. The audience can participate, right? Mm -hmm. They're the audience, but mm -hmm. they can just jump up on there and start talking. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. Folks. Folks. Listen to me. Listen to the words I'm saying. Listen to... <laughs> A seasoned podcaster who's been doing this <laughs> since 2011. And we're kind of breaking the rules. We are very, I'm mean, like, you be careful. You're walking a fine fucking line right now. You could tell I've had alcohol. We're totally being a little bit of a hypocrite, but be respectful of the audience and just, they can't stand it when you're just, <laughs> <laughs> bam. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So let's let's move on. <laughs> I would like to more uh, reflect on what Cuck Week has meant and done. And it has been a surprising event. And as I said before, it couldn't have happened without Dr. David Lay. So um, our hats are off to you, sir. And we respect the heck out of you and um, are so glad that you're here and are an ally for one of the most considered black sheep kink lifestyle ways to play um cuckolding is that i believe you know there there are a few others but this is the one that people are afraid of admitting to even their closest uh, relatives to their partners to let alone you know people you work with or your friends anybody this is the one um that makes people feel extremely vulnerable uh, like you can really you can hurt someone with this information there are uncomfortable elements right yeah, i don't know if we yeah. dived into some of that as well as we could have um you know uh, this is an older book so not everything was maybe fleshed out as way as well yeah no mm -hmm. you know it didn't know right at the full dynamics of everything so there are, there are uncomfortable elements about this um yeah that that really probably deserve some real discussion right and we're not the ones to do it no <laughs> yeah but we but we can relate to those feelings right um and so where i was going to go with that was the surprising thing with having said that um the female and male community, uh, the human community that came out, you know, there's some um, non-binary people, obviously, who play with cuckolding, but the community that stepped up was so surprising. Like, I thought for sure it would be like pulling teeth um, to get anybody to write something or be on an interview, let alone... I, I mean, they blew me out of the water. I could never have um, asked for anything. Like, I never thought I could ask for that. Uh, these people were so open to being open. It was like the timing of Cuck Week could not have been better. Um, the climate, we had to let cuckolding kind of mature, I think. It was on the rise, right? One of the most... Um, uh, sought after porn, you know, and there are some things there that I'm hoping to go over tomorrow in the Twitter spaces, how porn kind of gets it wrong. Right. Um, but, but that's how a lot of us start. We see these, these porn videos and we're like, whoa. So, um, I, I, I'm shocked at how many people stepped up to represent in all of the best ways, this lifestyle called cuckolding and, and female led relationships. Holy crap. Um, and, and we just feel so very honored to help facilitate this movement because, like you said, it was just the seed of an idea. And here, we, we don't live this lifestyle. 
but we fantasize it and can relate to a lot of elements within it. Not all of them, but many of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to honor that too, because, you know, how long have we felt like this isn't right? We shouldn't have these feelings. Like we felt ashamed about something. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just tried to do that again. (laughs) And and we want to give thanks to Dan Savage, Justin Lay Miller, and Lena Nguyen of Consenting Adults. These people all participated in Cuck Week. I mean, I got to go on Dan Savage's podcast. That was a dream come true. Without the Savage Love Cast, the Kiss Me Quicks would not exist. Mm-hmm. Dan Savage, the I Want Your Sex podcast back in the, yeah. which is long gone. Mm-hmm. And then you throw you and me in the mix, mm-hmm. and then that's the KMQ, yeah. right? That's what we are. I, I yeah. Um, it's kind of awesome. Um, and then, you know, we did this, um, the Sexual Health Alliance, we do, we, we owe them thanks to because they hosted this cocktail hour uh, for people who live in the lifestyle to talk to actual therapists yeah. and those in training mm-hmm. to bring, to shed light and, and give, um, to help educate the therapists on what cuckolding actually is mm-hmm. and what it does, the good that it does. That was a powerful moment for me. I think that that evening, that cocktail hour, was the moment that I felt this cuck week thing has absolutely blown up way bigger than I am, than we are, than this show is. And and that, that one, um, it solidified that. Mm-hmm. feeling for me um yeah this was something <clears throat> unique yeah and special and wa- and wildly out of our control and i don't mean that in a bad way just it took it took a life of its own mm-hmm. you know yeah so um for th- for any who showed up for that thank you so much like they ran out of they ran out of bandwidth or something they yeah. had so many people showed up that they, they had to buy more or and they those, couldn't get in they, people yeah. coun't get in like it was uh, just amazing like people mm-hmm. have no idea how huge this thing is yeah <laughs> I'm so grateful and we can only do better from here. Like this has now bumped me up a notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've had fleeting moments of confidence sexually, <laughs> but that's really, well, I that's mean, it's understating true. it. You know, you've talked about, you need to meet your people. You need to find your people. And, you know, I've talked a little bit with Mistress Kay and she's like, she reinforced that. You find your community and you don't want to let them go. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're there for you and you'll know them when you find them. And I think, you know, maybe we're never going to live the actual lifestyle in reality. I'm happy with the four walls that we do it within, you know, mm-hmm. of our home. Um, and, and I know that we represent so many people out there in the same exact way. And that's what our show, I feel, is through this whole thing, is that bridge that connects us to from our audience to the people who live the lifestyle so that we can help people cross if they want to and know that they are okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You're fine. It's not going to go perfectly probably. You're going to have to learn some stuff like communication that has been, um, you know, hit every single conversation that has happened. It comes down to communication. I think we're pretty good at communication, but we're not perfect at it. There are still... You know, like I still have, like I can't, <laughs> it's still hard yep. uh, in moments, especially if you're emotional and cuckolding, man, it is designed to play with emotions. So, you know, dip your toe in if you're considering going into cuckolding, don't just dive in. <laughs> um, we should call it something <clears throat> else. My biggest problem with the cuckolding yeah. is the word cuckolding. It's like consensual non-monogamy, but... Yeah. Female-centered non-monogamy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, like, damn, if there was any sexuality, any kink that held women up this way, I haven't found it yet. This is the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to talk about empowered <clears throat> ladies. I mean, I feel like I've said that, too. But empowered women live mm-hmm. in this area right here. Yeah. The men are not controlling the the dialogue. They're, they're getting input. It isn't as though they're dismissed. They are highly loved and highly respected and highly appreciated and very much listened to. Like there are rules, but the women, you know, during play, they know the boundaries and they play and they make orders and the cucks say, yes, ma'am. And, and it's like, that's a, the, 
power trip of my dreams. Like that's so fun. Um, I've, I've, again, I've, I'm almost done here. I've, I've never felt so encouraged and so validated as I have this past week. Uh, this is a moment, and I'm, I'm really excited to dive into my amatory garden where I'm going to get to, you know, not here on the show. Um, dive into the complexities of my sexuality, you know, some history stuff, some current stuff, and then I'm going to tie in some cool beekeeping uh, things in sexuality in general. Yeah, like I'm reading all kinds of psychology books and uh, having a ton of fun doing that. Um, But boy, (laughs) it's a lot. So Cuck Week kind of took over for a minute Mm -hmm. there. So now here we are, last day, and whew, so all I guess right. you want me to talk, don't so you? So now it's your turn. Yeah, I've taken up all of our time. Do you want another, another sippy Indeed, sip? Indeed, please. <laughs> okay, a little liquid courage. All right. So Rose has got words on, uh, at the tip of her tongue all the time. I'm not as much of that. So I kind of had to write it down. Cuck Week has been simply inspiring and enlightening. In a lot of ways, I don't know what to say and... I also have too much to say. It's still just mind-blowing to me how it went from a cute little idea for a promotion for an audiobook on our show to this worldwide movement. It's freaking worldwide. Like, we just didn't see that coming. The irony of it all is that the seed comes from a happily and proudly monogamous couple, and that just makes it all that much more rich and awesomer and, you know, astonishing. Honestly, I was a little nervous about how we were going to be received from the community when all of this started to happen. I kind of worried that once people understood that this is who we are and, you know, it all started from a couple who were not active in the lifestyle at all, and we would just be quickly derided, discounted, and just fizzle away and die. But that just didn't happen at all. It freaking blew up and quickly. (laughs) And we were welcomed and honored and treated with nothing less than pure grace and respect by everyone. As this thing was developing, we kept asking ourselves, what was our voice in all of this? What does an almost three-decade monogamous couple have to add to this space? I really personally struggled with that question at first, but then it hit me. We represent a lot of people surrounding this lifestyle, and kink lifestyles in general. Maybe not those who are in it, But people like us who are around it, they admire it. Perhaps they really want elements of it, but perhaps they don't. They just want the fantasy of it. This show of ours, it's not a lifestyle podcast, nor is it solely focused on a particular kink. It's a fiction and fantasy podcast. But I like to think that maybe, just maybe, Rose and I can act as a bridge to a mainstream acceptance of this lifestyle. But even more importantly... I'd like to think that we can act as a bridge to making your personal eroticism, whatever that looks like, a mainstream within yourself. To be honest with yourself and your partners about who you are and what you want. I know as a man, a man who grew up around examples of that rigid, brittle sense of masculinity that Dave talked about, there were so many things in that book that I very much identified with. Not everything, but a lot. And honestly, those things... Those things I was not proud of, even though those aspects of me are exactly the type of things that made my wife fall head over heels, soulmate level, ride till you die in love with me. Mm. Even this show is an extension of those feelings and love and adoration we have for each other. The KMQ has always been a personal journey for both of us. I'm very sad to say it took me quite a long time to get to a place of self-acceptance of who I am. A really long time and honestly I'm still working on it what a waste that is what a squandering of that precious time that I have with my beautiful beautiful in every sense of the word wife I'm so grateful for you Mm. my love Mm. one final thought there were a lot of words in this book and throughout cuck week overall but to me there are only two words that rank above all of them empowerment and compersion I can talk a little bit about empowerment, but honestly, I think my wife could do that so much better. So instead, I just want to touch on compersion. 
Compersion is loosely defined as the opposite of jealousy. Compersion is feeling happiness or joy because of the happiness and or joy of your partner or partners. This word is usually used in a non-monogamous context. But I'd like to make the point, and maybe the case, that compersion does not require a third person. It can absolutely happen in a monogamous setting. Mm -hmm. I know this personally. We both do. Mm -hmm. We live it. Mm -hmm. So if there's something I'd like for regular folks to take away from Cuck Week, it's the idea of compersion. Empowerment and compersion. I believe with all of my heart, those two words can change your relationship and maybe even the world. Love that. That was beautiful. That was so beautiful. I thank you so much. I I don't have words on speed dial. <laughs> I just deal with words <laughs> a lot every day. <laughs> you have a lot but of words. I have a lot of words. I do. But I'm a girl. I think that that's normal for women. <laughs> we have that knack. <laughs> I have a it's lot to of... keep the predators away while we're out gathering in the field, you see. <laughs> I have a lot of words, but they're all stuck up here. I know. <laughs> um, I, that was beautiful. Thank you, sweetheart. I might let you bone me tonight. We'll huh? see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. Thank you. That was so lovely and and on point, sir. Thank you. Yes. I am. Yes. <laughs> uh, what an experience. Yep. Life has what given we us. What we're can we so say? we're so lucky to be able to live it through the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica podcast. Yep. I'm so glad. Here's to more of it. Yes. 10 more years at least. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, thank you so much. If you have stuck around through all of this, thank you so much. Um, And we love you if you did stick around for that, because if you did, then you needed to hear it. Let's celebrate that, shall we? I say we do so in style with a KMQ story. Uh, Today's cucky tale is... Silk Anniversary, and it is written by the lovely Dahlia Lovejoy. Cheers, baby. Cheers, baby. When you asked what I wanted to do for our 12th wedding anniversary, I had trouble deciding between something tried and true and something totally new. Why not have the best of both worlds? You said. You deserve it. You're the best wife a man could want. So here we are tonight in this opulent honeymoon suite of a downtown hotel. You're in the corner, wrists and ankles bound to the desk chair with silk rope. I'm in the bed, wrapped between two of my anniversary gifts. Ed is tried and true, and Tommy is something new. Having two men at once, that's something new for me as well. Ed is between my legs, licking my cunt with soft, wide strokes. Tommy hovers over me, pulling down one cup of my bra and sucking my nipple into a warm, hard peak. Both men are in their mid-twenties, two decades younger than us, and the perfect age for fucking, full of testosterone and mind-blowing stamina. My juices drip down my ass and onto the silk sheets you bought for this occasion, along with a red silk bra, panties, and dress. Silk is the traditional gift for 12th wedding anniversaries. Get them wet tonight, Claire, you said when you presented them to me. I want you to stain them with your honey, and there come. Every time we fuck on these sheets or you wear these lingerie, I want to remember this night with you. Ed's touch is familiar. He's serviced me dozens of times now, beginning back when he was a college intern at my office, and we used to flirt by the copy machine. I liked him because he was smart and funny, but even more because he was taller than you, with harder, more muscular lines, a strong jaw, 
and an aquiline nose, I knew would press perfectly against my clit if he went down on me. He and I kept flirting after work by text, and when I told him you like to watch me fuck other men, he was eager to join the ranks. And join them he has, accelerating to top status, with the body of an Adonis and an eight-inch cock that gets hard again so quickly after he comes, he never fails to satisfy me. Tommy, on the other hand, I've known for a few hours. You picked him out for me, exchanging emails and doing background checks, demanding his measurements, engaging his temperament to ensure he'd be a gift I would enjoy. You introduced us earlier this evening in the hotel bar, and as soon as I laid eyes on him, I approved of your choice. His body is lean and athletic, his brown hair full and soft, without a hint of balding or gray. His whiskey-brown eyes sparkled with interest when he saw me, lingering on the short hem of my red silk dress. You smiled knowingly, excusing yourself to sit alone in the corner. I could tell Tommy was ready to take me to bed right away, but I had him buy me a cocktail as you watched us hungrily from across the bar. I enjoy making bulls work for my approval, and I enjoy knowing that you're watching. I want you to understand I only give my body to those who earn it. Ed joined us after the first drink, kissing me on the lips in greeting. I opened them to him, let him slip his sweet flesh inside me, a foretaste of what was to come. Ed's an incredible kisser, and within five seconds, my thong was soaked with arousal. But it still wasn't time to go upstairs. I wanted to tease you some more. So I turned around and kissed Tommy, too, plumbing the depths of his mouth with my tongue. He tasted different from you and Ed, a mixture of his brand of toothpaste and the whiskey sour he'd been sipping. I pulled him closer, his hardening length pressing against my groin. I patted his ass before I let him go, then turned to look at you through the dim light of the bar. You took a swig of your beer, pretending to be unaffected. But I saw your hand had slipped beneath the table, and I knew you were stroking your own erection under there. I clicked my tongue and shook my head. You flushed red with the embarrassment of having been caught and put your guilty hand on the table where I could see it. I smiled my approval. Tommy and I had another round with Ed. Having the attention of both young men was more intoxicating than the drinks. Combined with your lustful gaze on me, I became almost punch-drunk with power. Before I was halfway done with my second cocktail, I was ready to take them to bed. My phone buzzed with a text from you. How about giving them a preview of your delicious snatch before we go upstairs? Tommy's hand was already on my bare knee. I winked at you across the bar as I spread my legs under the table and pulled Tommy's fingers up my silken thigh until they were pressed against the damp fabric of my thong. I leaned into his ear. I've been wet like this since I first saw you. He shuddered and slipped his fingers under the silk, collecting my honey on his fingertips before sliding up to my clit. I bit my lip to suppress a groan, turning to Ed and saying with all the calmness I could muster, You too. Get me ready for tonight. His hand joined Tommy's under the table. He sank two fingers into my dripping cunt. You're going to be scrumptious tonight, Claire. You always are, he whispered. I watched you as they finger-fucked me. Your muscles were straining with the effort to keep still. One hand gripped your beer glass. The other clutched at the salt shaker. Two phallic objects in your hands, and neither of them your hard little prick. As I stroked both bulls' cocks through their trousers, I felt a little sorry for your untouched cock, but not enough to stop what I was doing. Neglecting you is all part of our erotic dance, and, 
a back and forth that turns us both on, connects us in a deeper way than our vanilla lovemaking ever did. Now, in the hotel room with you bound to your chair, I'm more turned on than ever. Tommy's unfamiliar tongue on my breast and Ed's familiar one in my cunt stroke a fire deep within me. I roll my head to the side and watch you watching us. You're fully clothed, your untouched erection tinting the front of your pants, your cheeks pink with arousal and jealousy. Henry, baby, I murmur, you're so good to me. These young bulls really know how to get my motor running. You smile, satisfied, and cross your legs in an effort to get some friction against your dick. Nuh-uh, Henry. No touching yourself. This is my gift, remember? I scold as Tommy pulls down the strap of my red silk bra to reveal my other breast. His biceps bulge with this small movement, and I can't help running one hand over them and my other hand over his perfect, flat abs. Nothing like your soft, middle-aged pouch. Tommy licks my nipple eagerly, gently nipping at the pebble when it gets hard. You obediently uncross your legs, and I look away to explore more of Tommy's body as Ed feasts on my swelling cunt. Tommy's cock is even bigger than Ed's, so long and thick that it points slightly downward when hard, encumbered by its own weight. I moaned when I first saw it, and I moan again now as I squeeze my fingers around its girth. Claire, baby, I want to see you come. Your voice calls from the corner. Would you do that for me? Ed rises off my cunt with a loud sucking smack. His chin glistens from my juices, and he doesn't bother to wipe them off as he looks over his shoulder at you to gloat. No, hubby, but she'll come for me. He dives his face back into my pussy, probing his tongue inside me and curling it to lick against my inner walls. His nose is firm against my clit, a merciless press of pleasure. My arousal flows through my veins like lava, Tommy pinches one nipple with his mouth and the other with his fingers, and I'm there. The first orgasm of the evening catapults through me. I arch back, forcing my tit deeper into Tommy's mouth. I'm coming, Henry, I cry out, my honey dripping into Ed's mouth. Tommy's rod swelling in my hand. Wave after wave of elation rolls through my body, but my arousal doesn't diminish. It never does this early on. It takes several orgasms before I ever feel satiated. You know this, of course. It's one of the reasons we first started using bulls. After you hit your mid-thirties, you just didn't have the stamina to keep up with me anymore. But you didn't want to hold me back. Your love for me is all-encompassing. My sexual satisfaction gives you as much gratification as it gives me. Ed licks me right through my orgasm and past it, moving down from my cunt to my asshole. I moan and turn toward you again. You're smiling in that love-struck way you always do right after I come. I blow you a kiss before Tommy lowers his lips to mine. His kiss is dominant, possessive, so unlike the way you kiss me. Sparks skitter down to my belly He's eager to make me his, if only for tonight. Ed starts to tongue my ass in earnest. He's a master at this, licking my tight asshole until it's relaxed and ready to take a finger, then a cock. I love being fucked in the ass, and my only regret when I've been with him is that he can't fuck both my holes at once. It's been a fantasy of mine forever to have you watching while each of my holes gets simultaneously stretched and filled with cocks bigger than yours? You've confided to me that it's a fantasy of yours as well. Tonight, we can finally have it. Oh, God, fuck me! I groan against Tommy's lips, 
I'm sopping wet, my juices dripping down my ass and onto the silk sheets. Ed looks up, grinning, as he slides a second finger into my ass. I grunt with the sudden thrill of it. Where do you want to get fucked first, and by whom? Ed asks. I don't care, I pant. Just need a big cock inside me. Tommy chuckles into my mouth as Ed sits up with his legs folded under him, hauling my hips onto his lap. He presses the tip of his already sheathed cock against my cunt and presses the first inch in. Despite my intense arousal, he's too big to enter all at once, so he works me slowly open, using soft, patient thrusts, timed with the cadence of my breath. I stroke Tommy's cock in time with Ed's movements, teasing at his foreskin. Tommy moans. You know what I'd like to see, Claire? Ed says as he sinks his cock deeper into me. While I take your cunt, I'd like to watch Tommy taking your mouth. Let's show your hubby how desperate you are for some real men inside you. You groan from your corner, and I hear the chair legs rocking against the floor, something that happens whenever you struggle too hard against your restraints. I retreat from Tommy's lips and give him a good, steady look. I haven't actually paid much attention to his face up to this point, other than noting its overall pleasantness. His pupils are dark, and his lips red from my lipstick and plump from kissing. He waggles an eyebrow at me, smiling. I'm game if you're game. You have the sexiest mouth I've kissed in a while. I giggle nervously, like a schoolgirl. Thanks, but do you think I can handle it? I give his thickening cock a squeeze. I'll teach you to take it, he growls, as Ed flips me over on all fours. Tommy kneels before me, his large, heavy dick waving in my face like an oversized baton. There's a pearl of precum at the tip, and I can't resist lapping out to taste it. Oh, so salty and sweet. How I love the taste of young, well-hung men. That's it, Tommy murmurs, wrapping his hand gently in my hair and guiding me to take a little more. As I mouth his foreskin, Ed spreads my pussy lips open and plunges into me. I moan my delight around Tommy's uncut cock as Ed nudges my cervix. That bit of contact is such an incredible sensation and something I'm not able to get from your dick. He presses against it with each plunge in like a gorgeous kiss deep in my belly and I sway my hips to urge him on. I love the way Ed fucks me, how deep his cock reaches into me. He was the first man to give me a cervical orgasm, a gift you've come to enjoy just as much as I do. Baby, you mutter. You like Ed's big cock pounding you? I answer you with my body instead of words, slapping back onto Ed's erection as I slide Tommy's heavy rod deeper into my mouth. His width stretches my jaws and lips further than I'm accustomed to, but I find the sensation delicious. I suck in my cheeks and pull him toward the back of my throat. Damn, Claire, that's good. I roll my eyes up to watch the pleasure distorting his face, and he cries out again, this time turning to you. Your wife can really suck cock, you know that? Lots of men have told me that, you answer smugly. Happiness floods my body. Well, add me to the roster. Tommy starts pumping his hips in time with Ed's, sinking his cock deeper with each movement. I relax my throat and take him in, thinking about how my mouth and my cunt are so similar with their wetness and the way they accommodate so many sizes of cocks. As Ed speeds up his movements, Tommy does too. But where Ed's fucking me to the hilt, Tommy's only half deep. He's simply too big to sink all the way in. I wrap my hand around the base and think about how it will feel to have his huge cock pillaging my cunt. 
I moan in anticipation, and then in delight, as Ed, still fucking my pussy, slides two fingers into my ass. I cry out around Tommy's cock, and another orgasm slams through me, spreading from my cervix to the tips of my fingers and toes, blinding me with warm, white light. My head feels woozy, but my body is strong, its muscles clenching and unclenching as another wave hits me, and then another. I'm a buoy tossed on an ocean of ecstasy. Every cell in my body bubbles with joy. You like the way we fuck you, baby? You want us both to fuck you at once? Tommy's huge cock in your cunt and mine in your ass? Ed mutters as I shudder around him. God, yes! I moan, popping my mouth off Tommy's massive manhood so I can slick the spit down to his balls. I stare at Tommy's enormous cockhead, a fat pearl of precum beating at its tip. You want to put your big dick in me, Tommy? You want to show my husband how it's done? I turn and wink at you as Ed gives my cunt one last plunge before drawing out. You look flustered, your eyes a tumble of conflicting emotions, joy, envy, arousal, encouragement. Your body is tight, wound up like a guitar string that's been overtuned. You bite your bottom lip and ball your hands into fists, pulling against the wrist restraints. But you don't say anything. Whether it's because you're too turned on to speak or too jealous, I can't tell. Don't worry, Henry. I coo. You'll love how this show ends. You visibly relax. Your body goes slack against the chair, and your fists fall open. You're ready to accept the gift I'm offering you. The bulls and I are a tumble of limbs and latex as we find our positions, sweaty bodies slapping and sliding, lube dripping on skin and sheets. The silk bra you gave me this morning is still halfway on, the straps falling down my shoulders and my breasts free from the cups. Tommy unsnaps the clasp to divest me of it completely. Perhaps he's trying to confirm his ownership of my body by removing the last vestige of you. He won't succeed, of course. Even if you weren't in this room, you'd never leave my heart. You're a part of this hedonistic scene as much as my two bulls are. You're what transforms my pleasure into euphoria. I want you to see my face as these two bulls ravish me. So I have Tommy lie down with his head toward you while I position myself over him, cowgirl style. Ed's chest is pressed to my back, his arms wrapped around me, his hands caressing my tits. You're ten feet away, but I gaze into your gray eyes all the same as I start sinking onto Tommy's cock. Oh, Henry, he's so big. I moan. Tommy grunts, but I hold his hips down to keep him from driving into me. Even with the stretching Ed's substantial cock has already given me, my cunt isn't ready to take all of Tommy's at once. Do you like him, baby? You suck in your bottom lip. He's not too big, is he? Mm, no, baby, not at all. Pleasure thrums through my veins as I take more of him in. He's perfect. Feels so good. You smile, that smitten look lighting your face again. You're perfect, you murmur. Your words unlock something inside of me. The last bits of tension drain from my body, and my cunt yawns wide. I sink onto Tommy's length, feel him spearing me open, his tip pressed more firmly against my depths than Ed's ever has. I come suddenly and without warning, my whole body quaking around the solid rod of Tommy's manhood. Ed squeezes my breasts just the way I like as I shudder in his arms. Through the roar of blood in my ears, I can hear you 
urging me on. Come, baby, make him fuck you the way you like. My orgasm fades, but doesn't completely leave me. It's like a tide lapping at the shore, one rhythmic swell followed by another. Instead of satisfying me, it makes me hungrier than ever. I grab Tommy's wrists and pin them to the bed. Want to drill me? Want to show my husband how to satisfy me? Yes, please. Tommy moans, pulling out an inch and then pushing back in, slow, gentle thrusts that tease my gaping cunt and make me cry out. Ed slides one of his hands down to my ass, working his slick fingers into my hole as he pinches my nipple with his other hand. Oh, God! I shout. I'm fuller than I've ever been, and yet I want more. You ready for me to take that pretty ass, Claire? Ed whispers into my ear. I'm too horny to answer. I reach behind me to grab Ed's shaft and guide it toward my asshole. His head sinks right in, my sensitive pucker clenching greedily around it. Watch while we give your wife the dick she needs, hubby, Ed says, gloating. See how real men do it. He pushes deeper into me, and Tommy and I both groan. My cunt feels suddenly smaller, and Tommy's gargantuan cock even bigger. Claire, you always take it so well, Ed mutters as he drives the last inch of his cock into me. Both bulls are inside me to the hilt, balls pressed against my skin and each other's. I feel stretched to the limit, filled to the deepest recesses of my body. Yes, yes, I mutter. Ed pulls back, setting my nerves alight. Don't you wish your husband could do this for you, Claire? He is doing this, I think to myself. It's your love that brought us together in this bed, that drives my bulls to prove their worth to me. It's your love that fills me with their gorgeous cocks. Your eyes are still on me. They always are. I lock on to them as my two bulls begin to move in earnest, one cock sliding out as the other dives in, rubbing past each other through the narrow layer of tissue separating my cunt and ass. I'm so sensitive inside. Each movement feels like a miniature earthquake, they sandwich me between their bodies, their hot breath in my ears, their chests sweaty against my skin, their cocks swelling as they work toward orgasm. I'm already in the midst of another one, slower and more prolonged than my previous orgasms, a steady state of ecstasy that fills every recess of my body. I'm coming again, Henry. This is the big one. Make me feel it. Your breath is fast, your erection unflagging as you struggle against your restraints. Come on, guys. You heard her. Give my wife what she wants. My two bulls pump faster, then faster and faster still. My heartbeat quickens with each hammering fuck. My insides feel like they're melting into one giant pool of cum. Tommy curls his fingers tight into my hips, jackhammers into me as his cockhead mushrooms. God, this is the hottest sex I've ever... His back arches off the bed as he comes. I feel the warmth of it through the latex, and my cunt pulses around him greedily, milking the last of his orgasm out of him as I continue mine. Ed murmurs helplessly into the back of my neck, thrusting as deep into my ass as he can, his balls flush with my opening. Oh, Claire, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... He bites the back of my shoulder, his breath faltering as he shoots into his condom. I love you, Henry, I love you. I cry out as the last wave of my orgasm pulls me under. After the bulls leave, it's just you and me in the hotel room. I put the red bra and panties back on, 
before I untie you and lead you to the bed. It's soaking wet. After my bulls removed their condoms, they squeezed their semen on the silk sheets, my breasts, and my wedding ring. They thought they were humiliating you. Little do they know how much you love such souvenirs. They're reminders of what you've given me, physical tokens of your love. You run your hands over the stains on the bed and my body, shivering as you work the bull's come into my skin. Did you like your anniversary gift? You ask nervously. Very much, Henry. It was perfect. Your smile is relieved. You brush my tangled hair back from my face. You were so beautiful, Claire. You always are. I love you so much. I lie down as you unzip your pants. My cunt is swollen, my ass tender and gaping. But when you ask to go down on me, I have no desire to refuse you. As soon as you pull aside my thong, my arousal returns with a vengeance. Oh, Henry, your tongue isn't as skilled as Ed's, but you know my body better than he does. Within minutes, I'm drowning in another orgasm, this one even more euphoric than the last. I'm still peeking as you pull off of me and begin stroking your cock in earnest. Claire, do you love me? Yes, Henry, always. I pull you inside me. Your cock is smaller than the ones I had earlier tonight, but it still feels wonderful. Are you going to shoot inside me? Are you going to show those bulls who my heart belongs to? Yes, Claire. You kiss me fiercely, and in three swift pumps, you're coming, hot and slick, filling me with your semen. No matter how much I love other men's cocks and bodies, yours is the only seed I allow inside me. And yours is the only love I ever want to hold. Listeners, we hope you all enjoyed the show. That was Silk Anniversary, written by the lovely Dahlia Lovejoy. If you aren't following us on Twitter, you better do so right now. We are giving away five copies of Insatiable Wives to the first five people who tweet us, I heart Insatiable Wives. If you want more sexy stories and would like to support the show, go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Caraway. Remember to leave us a sexy review so that more lured listeners just like you can find us. Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Caraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists Glass Boy, Portrayal, and the KMQ introduction music by Vivage. The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Tonight She's Yours. Cuckold Fantasies. Stupid Fish. Okay, we did it. Wait. Before we leave, I wanted to leave you lured listeners with a final thought. And I think that um, Big Daddy is is going to be uh, all gung-ho about this. Daddy-o, I'm going to have you read something. Me? More. <laughs> yes, and then I'm going to offer the response okay. by, by Dr. David Lay. This was a tweet that Big Daddy sent out back in August 18 of 21. Mr. Lay, a question. What one to three ideas do you think the average person should know about their sexuality? or the sexuality of others that might facilitate a happier, more fulfilling life when understood. Asking for friends. Hashtag lured listeners. And 
KNQ. <laughs> Dr. Lay responded with, number one, you're not abnormal, no matter what you think. Two, pleasure, and erotic pleasure especially, is not evil, frightening, addictive, or dangerous. Three, self-acceptance of your sexuality is the path to self-control, honest relationships, and amazing orgasms. Golden right there. Fucking golden. Golden. 